kick back, unwind, and enjoy the ride. J.T. Pendy with The Now on Late City Nights. Vaslav, how you doing? Hey, what is going on, Pendy? <laughs> Not much, J.T. Man. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Today, we're going to have some fun. Oh, all right. I'm up yeah. for some fun. Fun is always good. Well, absolutely. And I found, I found uh, a bunch of what they're calling weird, fun, unexpected interview questions. We have mm-hmm. a few, so I'm going to ask you, and we'll we'll attempt to All right. you know, we'll attempt to to answer it. So, um, the first one, and I actually kind of like this one. Uh, we we might ask this of Charlie Sheen if he was here. Mm. How would you solve problems if you were from Mars? <laughs> from yeah. Mars. <laughs> wow. Well, I have an idea. Since we're talking about planets. I would pour wine into Uranus. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'd Uranus. Okay. Um, yeah, that, I, that's the first thing that popped into my head. Um, yeah. It's a waste I, of wine. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, if I were from Mars, I don't know what that means. I mean, if that means that, you know, everything has to be red because it's the red planet or because I have to have a restraining order from Matt Damon because of what he did when they filmed the movie there. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's tough to say. So who knows? Here's how I you would know. answer that question. I would look at the HR rep or the interview and I would get up and I would walk out of the company. I would walk out, <laughs> out of the room and just Of course leave. he would. That's yeah. how I would solve problems on Mars. That's that's Yeah. yeah. Okay. I guess you would All solve right. them as if you were a Martian. Yes, by bombing the planet. Okay. And that's asked by Amazon, and apparently they think um, that's an outside what's traditional or normal. Um, There's the word bizarre in there, and I think that probably Mm -hmm. sums it up. Okay. um, I think any chance to use the term Uranus is just perfect. I'm a big fan of that, so. (laughs) Interestingly enough, that planet, the, the proper way to say, in Europe anyway, and it it's not pronounced Uranus, it's Uranus. Uranus as in yes. Uranus together, you know, but yeah, it's <laughs> Uranus is actually the, the correct way to pronounce it. But in America, because we all want to have a laugh and make fun of people's butts, so we're going to say Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's good to be five years old sometimes. Yep. Well, the next question is pretty, is pretty cool, and I, I actually wouldn't mind that in an interview question because it kind of breaks things up a little bit. So yep. if I were asking you a bunch of questions and serious questions, blah, 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 what, what's your salary requirements and all that good stuff. Sure. Um, and then I threw in all of a sudden, Voslav, uh, what do you think of garden gnomes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Garden gnomes. Okay. <laughs> You know, I guess as long as they don't have a camcorder uh, leering into my house recording me while I'm changing or whatever, they're not going to see anything exciting. I mean, it's, you know, but, uh, or maybe they will. I don't know. But uh, gnomes are all right. I mean, they're supposedly, um, they're supposed to be good luck um, from what I've read on some uh, websites of people who probably have too much time on their hands and probably do way too much drugs. But, um, but yeah, they're supposedly good luck, but yeah, no, I, I don't have an issue with them. You know, they, uh, they, they seem like they put in their time and grade. I'm not sure what they did, but they always look like they worked at a quarry somewhere, um, for a lot of years. And, uh, 
And the reason they have this rock exterior is because they worked with rocks for so many decades. And so, and uh, now they, they, it's not that they're standing still. They just, they're tired. They're not moving around much. So I, I would fire so about you, you if you gave that answer. In, in, in the wow. That's, that was okay. a terrible answer. That was all negative. You hate nice. garden gnomes. You hate them. No, I love it. They're supposed, I just said they're good luck. Supposedly. I just don't want them filming me while I'm showering. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I think I read somewhere that garden gnomes were something like they worked in the garden late at night when you were asleep or something like that. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then when you came out, they were still, you know, statues or something. I don't, I don't remember, but I think garden gnomes are funny. Yeah. But, but. When you asked me in an interview, what do you think of garden gnomes? I, I would probably say I don't think of garden gnomes. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a great yeah. answer. I don't. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. not exactly something that uh, pops up in the general, you know, scheme of where's my coffee. And, uh, you know, so. Yep. <laughs> and here's here's one. Um, who did this one? Uh, UBS, a Swiss, Swiss multinational investment bank, apparently. Mm hmm. Um, why are manholes round? Well, I, I I think it has to do with the fact that just a lot of uh, people who work uh, down under manholes typically are pretty chubby. So if it was triangle shaped or hexagonal shape, it I think they would struggle to get down in there. But uh, and that's not not a knock against people who are a little bit bigger. I I've got a and belly myself um and uh you know what else i have that's big besides my belly that's right my ego and so uh <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so yeah no i mean yeah it, it's i there has to be a good reason why but it, it just makes sense there has to be a shape and you know i mean square doesn't sit round just seems to make sense i don't know it just seems like that would be a as good an answer as any so um, if I got asked that in a job interview, I would go on unemployment. Okay. What? You just get offended really easily during, I mean, this is like a six figure job opportunity. You're like, I didn't like your questions. I am offended. Well, yeah, It's I a six figure now. job opportunity. And they're asking me why are manholes round? They're not very well, serious about that shit. Well, you know first I mean? of all, they're obviously sexist because they should be called person holes. Uh, ah, that's <laughs> right. Uh, and there's that so okay anyway no. that's that's that you know what i'm gonna clap for you <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks guys appreciate you there you go. that was uh, the answer of i'll be here all answers. weekend tip your waitresses <laughs> drive home safe order the veal there you go. Yep. here's one that i loved i actually like this question i don't know about an interview question but for an actual question mm. all right um You've been given an elephant, and you can't give it away or sell it. What would you do with the elephant? Oh boy! Uh, uh, so obvious. I would ride it. I would ride it every day. I would ride it would to you, work. I would, would ride, ride it to the store. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I. You know. I think back to the old days, like back in the you know nineteen aughts or whatever. Whenever there would be like. Uh, that you would drop off a, a child, like an infant, you'd, you know, in the back of the hospital and in the little picnic basket and all that stuff. 
it would be a really big picnic basket. But yeah, I would drive it to the Phoenix Zoo and drop it off and put like a a big bag of peanuts around his neck and just say good luck. So <laughs> take it to the zoo. That's a good one. There you I go. If anybody answer that, let's see. Yeah. I would feed it and ride it to work. That's the answer. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yours yours was much much more interesting. Mm. So so and that reminds me, if you were a tree, what kind of tree would you be and why? First one pops in my head is a cypress. No, I I actually that immediately that a cypress popped in my head and I think it's because I have a love affair with Monterey, California and Monterey and Carmel, that whole area is known for um, cypress trees that's like it's very indigenous to that area and that would be my reason and if you said why i'm like well just effing because next question yeah okay there you go um yeah that that was that's a boring question i don't want to be a tree that's discrimination i am a rock now, i am an island that was uh <laughs> anyway okay what's the color of money oh that that's actually easy uh, you know what? I, I don't know why I, when you asked that, I immediately had an answer for that, but it, it's, it's red because, because the amount of bloodshed that's happened over money through the, you know, centuries, really. Um, it's not like it's something that just started in the last 10, 20, 30 years. It's yeah. I, you know, the color of money is red and, and I understand that you could say the color of money is green because of green with envy. I get that too. But um, but red because of uh, red is the color of hate and red is is the blood that's shed over it. You know, I mean, wow, I'm dude, not that's a, a overly, really intense answer. <laughs> yeah, for, I'm not a really religious <laughs> person, but I, I do really think that, uh, you know, love of money is the root of all evil. I, I kind of get that. I'm, I'm OK with that because it really is. It, it's caused people to do horrible things. So money and power, the two things have ruined um, so many things in, in on on this planet, um, just all over the world, whether it's relationships or 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 actual nations that have you know fallen apart over it, whether it's Rome or or the Ottoman Empire or whoever. So yeah, yep. you know what the the ideal answer is? Hmm. It depends on the country. Ah, okay. ah, tricky question because nice. money is different yeah. colors in every country. Oh, yeah. If you ever see like Canadian money, it, Canadian money is like fun to look at because it's multicolored and has a lot of like deep shades and an interesting kind of hues and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah, Canadian paper money. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah I, there's I all kinds want... of money all over all the world with all different colors. And when I read the answer, I was like, duh. <laughs> I, yeah. I started to answer it like you did, like. Well, let's get deep on this and, you know, because that's, you know, that's a very deep question. It could be a very deep question. And then I read the I answer wouldn't, I'm like, oh, now I feel stupid. I'll, yeah. I wouldn't want to be like Prince Harry or, or one of those, you know, royals because if I'm in England and I'm at a strip club and I'm doing, you know, um, MSMA or, or any of these, you know, just how ecstasy or whatever. And I'm getting ready to give these strippers money. And I look and there's my grandmother on the actual money. That would be something <laughs> I would have to just kind of struggle with. But that would be, yeah, that would be rough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's probably why I didn't have much hair. <laughs> you know, that could explain a lot of it. Anyway, here's a, here's one asked by, uh, I believe Yahoo. Mm. If you had to be shipwrecked on a desert 
or a desert, desert, a deserted island. Duh. Okay. But all your human needs, such as food and water, were taken care of. What two items would you want to have with you? Okay. Uh, I I think that even though I'm alone on this deserted, you know, tropical island, um, and I I know I'm gonna have food and drink taken care of. That's fine. So the basic needs. As far as that goes, um, obviously, you're going to be able to figure out how to make your own shelter. That's fine. For me, really, a laptop with like uh, connected to a, a solar charger and then like an Internet hotspot. That no, goes no, that's off your of, that's your two. Like a satellite that's your dish. Two. No, a you know what? To me, the, no, the, the laptop is connected. The, the, it's connected. It's connected. It's one of those really What's cool new Apple it, it's it's a it's a new Apple computer that actually has the solar panels on the back of the laptop, so it's automatically connected in it. Yeah, didn't see that coming, did you? Mm-hmm. I didn't yep. see that coming. I did there not. There you go. And then the and then that's you're like, all right, so now you have the laptop and you're going to have the power, but now what are you going to do? Yeah, just all you can do is just stare at you know your pictures and listen to your music, and that's it. Whatever you have saved. That's where the internet hotspot comes in, and then that's how you're right. able to stay connected with the rest of the world, and then find out that you know what, maybe I'm better off to be over here on this deserted island away <laughs> from the human race, which is just filled with a lot of not so great people. So, first two things that popped in my mind were vice grips and duct tape. Yeah, but if I don't have a woman with me, what good is that? Oh, anyway. Fix your ship. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, how did you get there? We don't know if you got there by a ship. You might have gotten there. It says if you had to be shipwrecked. If you had to be shipwrecked on a deserted island. Yeah, I guess so. so. Your ship is actually wrecked. Yeah, but I remember I don't take... Plus, you could build a ship with vice grips and duct tape. You could build anything with vice grips and duct tape. That's true. That's true. And and I mean, that's that's me not watching enough MacGyver when I was a kid, apparently. That's right. That's right. Yep. Now, are you are you a hunter or a gatherer? I tend to gather the hunters. How's that? Oh, yeah, you like see, that? I answer. Yeah. I answered it a little bit opposite. I said, if I'm a hunter, I'm also a gatherer. Because if you oh. hunt something and you kill it, you have to go gather it up. You have to go gather it. All right, I'm good with that. Yep, yep, yep. If you had a choice between two superpowers, either one, mm-hmm. you could be one or the other. Yep. Would you choose being invisible? Or would you choose flying? Oh. Hmm. Well, I mean, you know, invisible certainly sounds enticing. The idea that you can go wherever and nobody can see you and, you know, you could. Uh, but but then the more I think about it, I'm like, well, okay, that would be fun for the first 24 hours. But then what? You know, I mean, uh, no, I think I think I would pick flying. I, you know, the idea of the I, I could go from point A to point B. I could just you know hopefully i fly fast you know and then i I was actually answering this question if i was answering Mm -hmm. this question or no i'm I'm sorry if i was asking this question and someone said they chose to be invisible i'd probably tell them to leave because i'd be very suspect to that person because yeah you would really question by being invisible other than getting you know doing bad things you know right spying on people stealing things right yeah i mean you know know and and of course they Anybody who listens to this podcast knows that I'm a huge fan of Monterey, California, and I'm in Arizona, which is the next state over. I could pop over there every damn day, you know, so that'd be all Absolutely. right. So, that yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. Yep. 
If I could fly, I certainly wouldn't live in Arizona. That's for sure. God, no kidding. It's not the truth. Too damn hot. I'd fly away. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd fly down here and live here from like October until like April, you know. So it's yeah. a pretty cool place to be during those months. So, <laughs> yep. so this is this is an interesting question. I don't know. I don't know why you would answer this in an interview or what yeah. you would get out of it. But uh, mm. what was the last gift you gave somebody? We, we're not counting herpes, right? I don't know if that's considered right, yeah. a gift necessarily. Okay, good. Just check it. And by the way, JT, I'm sorry about that. Hopefully it'll clear up for you. Um, yeah, thanks. Okay. So one of my closest friends who um, is also – I was born in Prague. I was born in the Czech Republic. He's also in Czech Republic, and my parents always refer to him as a younger brother. And he received a, a really nice high-end turntable for Christmas and so I was, yeah, like for vinyl records, you know, and LPs and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I was able to. collection? He has a relatively small collection, but he's trying to grow it. And so I went and ah. I was able to, um, I went to a certain store that I knew carried brand new vinyl. And I uh, was able to get him like uh, the Beatles, Let It Be, Queen, A Night at the Opera, uh, Jimi Hendrix, you know, Ultimate Greatest Hits, Beach Boys, Ultimate Greatest Hits, and oh, another album. I, I gave him five albums, and he was just, he actually had tears in his eyes. He was so, like, touched by it, and I, I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but to him it was. So, which made me feel good, because that's why you want it. You know, when you want to, when you give somebody something, you hope that they appreciate it, but man, you don't expect that kind of appreciation, but it was, uh, right. yeah, that was nice, so. That's uh, yeah. It's amazing because vinyl is coming back in. It's weird. It, it has been plus technical. yeah, two or three years. It's yeah. just really yeah. picked up. Yeah, more and more people, DJs are now starting to use vinyl again, and and you know, I mean, they've been using vinyl for a while, but like you said, it's making a big comeback across the board now. Even listeners, just general people at home, are are starting to get back into picking up vinyl and seeing uh, the the purity. That's amazing. It. Yeah. 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 That, brand, yeah. You, you you just said it. It's very pure. It's very like. Mm-hmm. You know, in the old days, when record first came out, you could actually go in and record yourself onto a onto a record. Oh case, yeah, you know. Yep. It's not like nowadays where everything's perfect. You know, I like to hear mm-hmm. people. You know, I like to hear the music, not hear it after yeah. it's been perfect. You know, after it's been. Yeah, anyway, you don't want so, it to be too watered down. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this is an interesting one. If you could throw a parade, mm-hmm. if you could have a parade of any caliber, and you had to take it through your office at GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. What type of parade would it be? What would be in it? Oh, wow. Yeah, not a knock on any of the current people that are there or anything like that, but, you know, what made GoDaddy great was what Bob Parsons, uh, the, the founder, brought to it. It would be a welcoming Bob back to owning the company party that he decided <laughs> to go in and say, you know what, I'm buying this company back. That would be fantastic. That would be the parade I would want to have. Yeah, absolutely. Love that guy. Absolutely love Bob. So Yeah, he's awesome. And you know. Yep. Yep. Now if you were if you were a crayon, what crayon would you be? Uh God, the one that's inside that stripper's VJJ last weekend. <laughs> Wait, no. What um color? <laughs> before or after it went in i guess yeah, exactly that's the question yeah, that's, yeah. oh my god uh, that's yeah it just uh, gets better doesn't it um 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, I'll be here next weekend too. Although yeah. the material might not be as fresh. Uh, <laughs> You know, honestly, I think for me, and, and like I said, be with my love affair with Monterey, and, and earlier I said cypress trees and, and the ocean and all that. Green, I mean, the, the color of the ocean has a shade of green. The trees are green. The bushes and, and the, all the various, they are green. And, uh, and of course, you have to be a millionaire to live there, so the money is green. So, yeah, all of that. Yeah, it would have to be. It would have to be green. So, yeah. Well, let's see here. If you could compare yourself with any animal, what would it be and why? Relatively lame question, but should have a relatively interesting answer. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I don't want to give the average boring, oh, a dog or a cat. Those are, those are sort of like, you know, I mean. Um, you know what? I, actually, I would, a manatee. I don't, if anybody knows what a manatee is, they're they're also known as the sea cow. Um, they're prevalent down in Florida. You won't see them on the West Coast very often. And they're just these big, chubby, float around in the water. Um, they breathe air, so they'll be in the water for a few minutes. And they'll go up and get some air, and they'll go back down. They eat vegetation. They're not, you know. But, um, yeah, yeah, kind of like uh, – I, it would be a manatee. It'd be like, cause that's kind of what I am. I'm harmless, gentle, friendly, love the ocean and I'm fat and lazy. So there you go. That's pretty much what it comes down to. So yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> would you rather fight a hundred duck sized horses or one horse sized duck? <laughs> what? Okay. Ask that one more time. Thank you. I wasn't quite ready for that one. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, so if you would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses, so horses mm-hmm. that are the size of a duck or yep. one horse-sized duck. Oh my god. Okay, first of all, let me just say that taking on a horse-sized duck just does not sound like a, it sounds like a bad idea. It just it sounds like a very bad idea. <laughs> a very bad idea because I mean that bill alone would probably eat you. I mean it's just like quack quack and then you're done. Whereas you have these little tiny horses and they're just like gallop gallop quack quack and it's like get out of here, you know. Yeah, no, I mean <laughs> They'd have to really get their act together and, and like build like a pyramid and stuff. And I don't know that that ducks, you know, horses with have the, have the brain the size of a duck would be able to figure that out. So I like my chances. Uh, I like my chances against a little tiny, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd probably just throw them all on a spit and then just put them in a baguette with some saucy mustard and sell them on the side of the road over in Gila Band. People would probably eat that stuff up. So, Oh, my God. Yeah, so that's my you chance to make some money. Eat horses can't eat horses. I, horses well, awesome. I don't, especially little, mini, yeah, tiny horses. Th- but they're the size of a duck, so I mean, you know, I don't that know. That just with, makes with them the even right, cuter. Yeah, with the, with the right mustard and cooked at room, right temperature. I don't know. What if I'm not saying things? I would eat them, but you know, I mean, I'm, it's kind of like the drug dealer. He doesn't. He's not a user. He's just a seller. So <laughs> that's what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> If you could choose one song to play every time you walked into a room for the rest of your life, what song would it be? As long as it's not the funeral march, I'm okay with it, I guess. <laughs> it's got to be a Rush song. 
Yeah, you would think. You would think. You would think it'd be like Tom Sawyer or something like that. But you know what? No, I uh, actually. That would be a cool song to play every time. That would be a great thing to walk into. Yeah, that would be fabulous. I would uh, walk in and just stop and look around while it was like Tom Sawyer, Bubba, you know, and I'd be like, yeah. yeah. And up, and and you up, would bitch? just you you would look left to right, just nodding your head like, uh huh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's exactly uh, right. I actually am going in a completely opposite direction. I'm going in classical music. Um, so when I was, I don't know, I was probably about nine years old. Um, it was the first time I heard really heard classical music. It was it, it, like in its proper form. And it was one of the most famous pieces of classical music of all time, um, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony um, in C major, if you're following along. It's very yes. well known. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, yeah dun, 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 dun. You know, to have that first like 30 seconds playing when I walk in, that, that would be like, that would be my nodding, like, yeah, that's right. You know, because it's like, there's a real regal feel to that as well. It's like, it, it, it would be something where people would be like bowing down to one knee. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I think it would actually be really cool if everybody had a little song playing every time they walked in a room, but it wasn't really be loud, all right. just around them, you know, just kind of like around them. Yeah. I think that would say I, a lot about who that I, were. Instead yeah, of sniffing I, asses like animals do, you would know exactly yeah. who they are just by the song. I just wouldn't want to go to a concert or a, or a sporting event where there's like 15,000 people and they all have their damn well, that, music That's what I mean. Just, just around them, though. You'd have to be like right okay. next to them to hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Huh, yeah, all right. No. No. No, no, no. All right yeah. with that. <laughs> what advice would you give to your previous boss if you could? That's a good interview question. What advice would I give to my previous boss? Um, yeah, I, I, you know, it depends on if they were a good boss or not, really. I mean, that's because, because really, do I want to give advice to this person? I mean, well, I think previous um, is the key word. Like you're not working. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, but if he was a previous boss because he moved or she moved on to something better or because I moved to a different, you know, part of the company or, or moved into just a better job or I won the $500 million lottery and I don't longer have to be there. Um, you know, yeah, I would just, I, I would tell really as, let's say, as this. let's say this, hold on, hold on. Let's say this. Okay. Let's say All it's right. not GoDaddy. Let's say it's a job you had before GoDaddy. What would okay. you give that previous boss? What would you advice? Would you give him, him or her? All right. Um, that way you're not <clears throat> roughly. Yeah. Well, I guess I would just say, look, you know, do the right th And it sounds, it just sounds so cliche but do the right thing and put yourself in that person's place like when you're saying whatever it is that you're about to say if it makes you uncomfortable picture if it was being said to you by somebody above you you know and and how would you handle that you know it, it really is about you know putting somebody you know, really it is you have to kind of sometimes step back and especially if you've been doing it for a while where you you kind of forget that you're dealing with people's lives here, you know, with their livelihood and, and, uh, you know, you fire the wrong person. They might go home and take a gun of themselves or something. You just don't know. And so, yeah, always put yourself in the other person's place. That, that to me that's, is probably the most. That's good advice. That's good. Whether advice it was a good boss bosses, or bad boss, I would still say that. Yeah. yeah. Most yeah. bosses need, need to hear that. So 
what's the funniest thing that's happened to you recently? Mm, what, recently? I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I, I, uh, I mean, you know what I, what I do in life is I go out and make other people laugh. So, I mean, that I guess that <laughs> accounts for something. But I don't know that I can't remember the last time I had something literally funny happen to me to where, wow, this is hilarious. This is great or whatever. Um, you know, I mean, I've, I've had a pretty rough, you know, two years and, and it, not everything has been positive, but I've managed to keep things moving by looking for the joy in things. And also, like I said, I love making people laugh. I do. I don't care. I, I will jiggle my boobs for them and even milk <laughs> them if I need to, whatever works, you know, and, uh, and don't think I haven't done it. And so, you know, whatever it takes just, you know, to, to because I understand because I've dealt with stuff. If I can help make somebody else's day just a little bit better. I don't know how many times I've had people say, oh, my God, you, you have no idea. I was I went to um, a, a, a co a former coworker of mine who still works at the same company we work at work at GoDaddy went to dinner. We have the same birthday. We went to dinner recently, and we were chatting, and the the server came up, and I I was just just going at it, and I was in rare form, and I mean she was like, and the, the my friend who I was with she was just like wiping tears. She was laughing so hard. And at the end of the evening, she, the, the server, you know, she saw, you know, cause we always leave a good tip because when the server's good, you always take care of them because course, they don't yeah. make a whole lot of money. They count on, you know, I mean that five bucks an hour or whatever they're making is not going to pay the rent. It's, it's the tips. Yeah. And when they work hard, you're like, okay, here you go. This is, you know, um, the term tips actually is an anagram it stands for to ensure proper service. A lot of people don't know that, but, um, wow, and so. That's actually a fact, yeah, that. yeah, and so, um, and then grat gratuity is is the first part, of, of course, gratitude. So that's that's what those right. two terms have to do with. And she actually came to me and she said, you know what, you didn't have to give me a tip of any kind. She said, we, I had somebody about 45 minutes before you guys came in, and this table was absolutely a nightmare. They were horrible. Nothing was right. Everything was wrong. Even though we did everything right, and. She, they actually made me feel bad about myself. And I'm like, wow, to wow. think that's that people are that first off evil in this world. You're out at a restaurant to enjoy, to relax and to be that kind of a jerk. And the fact that I was able to actually turn that around for her, I think that was, uh, you know, that that's more important to me than whatever the funniest thing that's happened to me. I prefer the fact that I made somebody else's day better. So that that's more important. I think, so. I think that's a good answer. Yeah. Now here's one that you might not be able to answer so quick. What would your eulogy say? <laughs> <laughs> what would my eulogy say? Oh God, that some bitch is finally gone. <laughs> Enough with the bad jokes. <laughs> and now we get to drink this wine that he left behind. Because um, I have so many cases of wine here at the house, ladies. Um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know what? Uh, kind of to follow up what 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 I just said. I you know what he he made he made people laugh, made people feel good, and and. Uh, and it, it, it's a shame he's gone because that's just a little less laughter in this world than when he was here. And um, and I remember, which is funny that I say that because I 
just as you were, you're like, what's your eulogy say? I'm, of course, spinning. What can I say that's funny? But then I start thinking about, well, really, what's real? And it made me think of Robin Williams immediately because when Robin Williams passed, it was just like, ugh, you know, this person who gave so much and now he's gone. Um, there's yeah. just a little lef- less laughter in this world because of him not being here. So, yeah, I, I think the people who were close to me, I'd want them to say that, you know what, he, he brought – he he did his best to bring joy into the world and you know and and just by just just by his nature so that's a good that's that's good i i'm actually wondering would you want to write your own eulogy or actually who would you want to write your eulogy when you when you go uh well i of course jimmy buffett would always be good cuz he's always good for a lark um <laughs> Know, and and he's he's a he's a real good wordsmith. You know, if you ever read Jimmy Buffett's lyrics, he's uh, he, I'll tell you what, the, he, his lyrics don't use like seven and eight syllable words, but man, there's there's some real uh, I call it simple brilliance. Um, you yeah. know, the fact that he has a song that I is like my mantra, which is breathe in, breathe out, move on, and it it, it, it the song has to do with with that horrible Hurricane Katrina. And how right. to just survive in life, and and I just you know, yeah, I, I think that he'd be, he'd be a good eulogy writer. Otherwise, I mean, unfortunately, Winston Churchill can't because he's no longer around. But uh, yeah, so, yep, I'm gonna go with with Jimbo. Now, if you had a time machine, would you travel mm. to the future or to the past? I don't know why I would go to the future, because what am I really going to do when I get there? I'm going to see what I look like when I'm 70, and who wants to see that? I know I don't. So I'd probably want to stick with the past and go and just fix the stuff that I effed up or or just, you know, you would, make You would some... only go into the future like 15 or 20 years? I don't want to go much further and see how screwed up this country is. I see where we are now, and I, I worry. Um I, that's why I never had kids, you know, because afraid of what's going to happen in the future. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't, yeah. You know what? I, I don't, I, I remember one time we were, we had a conversation about that. Me and a buddy of mine, this was years ago. It's probably been, I was probably in my twenties or something. And we were talking about that say, well, if you could, if you had, Oh, well, back to the future was out and had been out for a while, but we, we were watching it and, and we were saying, well, would you want to go back or would you want to go into the future and I and I remember even back then you know 30 years ago saying yeah no I don't really want to go into the future I don't that just doesn't for some reason it doesn't appeal to me and I think part of it too is that there's this uh, romantic part of me that just really loves the past I would rather go back to the early 60s and be able to see the Beatles when nobody knew who they were or to be able to see you know Marilyn Monroe when she was young before you know she got hooked on drugs and and mixed up with some people that you know ultimately cost her and and um, and just be able to kind of a simpler time I guess as you can call it so and of course uh, to be able to uh, finagle my way into buying a bunch of stock through Microsoft and Apple and Cisco systems and all these no and, that's uh, illegal can't do it so can't by the it. time we got to 2021 I would just be like. Uh, all right, so uh, I believe I can fly because I have a freaking Gulfstream <laughs> 650 to get me wherever, you know. So, 
No, I'd go yeah. to the future, man. I love technology. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see how far we can take it before we destroy ourselves. But then okay. we might go to the future, and I might pop out in, into the future, and there will be no humans because we've already destroyed ourselves. That would be a bad. Right, thing. and that's the part that concerns me. And so, you know, I, I would also I, be I concerned would... about going to the future when you appeared in the future. I mean, you'd have to have like a space time machine because the roads here, you know, in 500 years or 200 years or a thousand years, who knows where you're going to pop out at or what's going to be. Right. Like, right. Right. So yeah. yeah. In the past, you can go back and screw yourself and actually kill yourself on accident. Sure. In the future, future, you could pop out into a really, really horrible future that you have no idea what's going on. Mm. No idea about how people are living 500 years from now. Cause 500 years ago, I wouldn't want to be living. That was a pretty nasty time. Oh no, I'm not. No, I wouldn't want to go back 500 years. I'm thinking probably maybe maybe 100 years tops. I mean, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing like the Roaring Twenties. That would be kind of cool, you know. Um, and to see it in a way to where I don't necessarily leave much of a. Because I, what was the movie us that where they, you know, where where Butterfly you could go into the past, but you had to stay on a certain path, and one guy went off the path, that. and that they call and, it the butterfly effect. Yes, the butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah, because because he found a butterfly on his shoes and it caused a whole bunch of little ripple changes. And the guy yeah. that was supposed to be the really super powerful, um, guaranteed person to win this election ended up being a complete utter weakling and lost by a whole bunch. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't want that. So, yeah, just to be able to just kind of meander around and sort of okay, all right. So, and to be what able to go back on? whatever I want. So, yep. Well, so, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. What yeah, fictional yeah. character would you identify with? Any fictional character in the world at any time? Any fictional character. Hmm. <clears throat> I wish I had a really great answer, like uh, like the 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 doctor from from Cannery Row by John Steinbeck, because he was so brilliant, but. I'm more like Charlie Brown. I'm just a blockhead. I'm just, you know, <laughs> I'm just a dork. But, uh, but you know what, Charlie Brown? Yeah, he's not too far off. But he's not too far off from the rest of us. Charlie Brown always tries to do right. He tries to, you know, do things, you know, in a good way. He tries to be positive, and things just always seem to happen to him. Lucy always lifts that football right when he's about to kick it, kind of thing, and. And, you, you know, you just always he's, he's the ultimate nerd. But at the same time, you're always rooting for him because he just because, you know, he has a heart of gold. So <laughs> I, yeah, I think I would probably relate to him. And so that's that's who I would identify with. You know, that's yeah. a good answer. Tell me something. This is a good one. Tell me something that's true, but almost nobody agrees with you on. That I have a social life? Yeah, everybody knows I have no social life. So why even bring that? That's just a blatant lie is what that is. I, you know what? Believe it or not, Justin Bieber has musical talent. He really does. <laughs> People are shocked to hear that. He, he could play the piano quite well. He could play guitar. He could play bass. He could play drums. He, he can sing. He does have a, a good voice. But he's just such a whiny little douche that nobody wants to, you know, appreciate bring any of that because they don't care. They're like, yeah, but you're a little a-hole. We just, you know, it, it's like that song, um, "Get Over He's It" by around? the Eagles. 
Yeah, he's still around. Ditto? Oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. And there's I thought, that didn't part. Didn't he go to Christian? Didn't he like find God and all that? He may kind of have. Thing? I know Kanye West did. He put out a gospel rap album, but yeah, Bieber I'm might. I'm sure Justin Bieber did the same thing. Yeah. Probably. They probably all it's, do eventually. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. You know what? I, whatever <laughs> makes you a better person, because he wasn't the greatest of people, and you know there were lots of stories about him just being a spoiled little, you know, just a dickhead. A yeah. He's a spoiled little yeah, dickhead. So. But then yep. again, if you had all that fame. When you were oh, absolutely. I, I look at Miley Cyrus he's like, the worth same like a hundred million dollars. Yeah. You know, and and, that and he was worth a hundred million dollars when he was he wasn't even 18 yet. And it's the same yeah, thing I mean, like so with Miley Cyrus was the same thing. She was Hannah Montana before she even got into the music career. And then that, of course, exploded. She became huge. Britney Spears, same thing, you know, when she was a, a mouseketeer. And then all of a sudden she had the, the singing career. That, all that money and all that power at such a young age is ugh, dangerous. And, and especially now in the age of social media, it's even worse. I worry about the ones that are young that are now becoming big. So, but uh, people don't understand if you have like a lot of money and a lot of fame, up. if you have a lot of money and a lot of fame, you have to have a lot of maturity to handle that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that comes yeah. with money and there's a lot that comes with fame that people don't realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's oh, a absolutely. lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. So it is a lot of pressure, and that's where a lot of these, uh, a lot of them don't make it because it ends up being like, yeah, I can't do this, and and I get it. Like I all the all the teenage actor, you know, the child actors, the child oh, singers, yeah. all those people. A lot of sure. them just they get out. They just just they destruct themselves. They destroy. Yeah, their whole lives yeah. by the time or, they're twenties, they're doing drugs and all kinds of crazy yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah, and, and some of them were, are able, Macaulay Culkin, certainly he went through it. I mean, it was well documented, and he managed to get himself out of it. I saw Macaulay Culkin, actually. I was at a restaurant in Monterey, California, um, and uh, it was the Canary Row Brewing Company, and I was having a cheeseburger and a beer, and, and I look over, and I see Macaulay Culkin with three other people. The three of them are having a beer, and he's having water, and they're, and he's just chatting with them like it's no big deal, and... I was like, well, all right, cool. You know, he's, he's, he seems like any, he looked all right. He looked better than the pictures I'd seen of him, you know, on, on, you know, again, social media where he just, he wasn't looking well. So he, he looked a lot better and I was, I was happy about that. So, um, I didn't approach him. I didn't talk to him. I, I kind of nodded in his direction. He nodded back. So we kind of said hi to each other and that was the extent of it. But yeah, yeah. You know, you, but it is, it is hard. It is hard. And a lot of them, uh, don't make it. And a lot of them just get out of it. They just, they take their money and run and, and just do a regular, normal, everyday job, you know, so, which is the best, probably the best thing for them. So, yeah. Uh, yep. So what part of the human face is your favorite? Hmm. Part of the human face. I mean, pretty question. eyes, of course, are a wonderful thing, but I, there's something about the mouth. I mean, that's, you know, it, what all it's capable of doing in terms of, I mean, you, you know, a smile can, can, you know, just launch a, a, a thousand ships, um, a great voice, you know, and especially if it's somebody you care about. Uh, and then there's things more of a human nature and adult nature and sexual nature that the mouth can do. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the mouth is pretty amazing because it just can do so many things. And yet, 
it can also uh, it can also spew very angry, hateful words too. But uh, at the same time, though, as far as favorite, yeah, I mean, because of the you know the potential, and and again, a, a good smile is it just means everything. I mean, it's uh, we all need to see more smiles out there, and you know, so especially over right, the, the last you know, sixteen months. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, here's a here's a here's a question with a quick answer. Yeah, okay. answer it real quick. Ready? Mm-hmm. Who would win in a fight between Spider-Man and Batman? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, they're both pussies. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I think, like, first of all, Superman would crush them. Aquaman, as long as they're fighting near the water, he would he would kill them, too. But uh, even Wonder Woman, I think, would do fine against them. Um I don't know. They both rely on like gadgets and things. Whereas, you know, I look at somebody like, yeah, Superman's just a badass. He just flies around and beats people up and things. And but uh, he's arrogant. Oh, he's he's absolutely arrogant. But you know what? He walks the walk, or he flies to fly. <laughs> you know, I yeah, mean, that's yeah. you know, so you gotta give it to him for that. And you know, the fact anybody that anybody wears a cape is arrogant. That's true. And yet Lois Lane is always waiting for the phone call, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. Spider-Man or Batman? Yeah, uh, oh, man. No thinking. Just. I'm going to go Batman. I Only because uh, Batman, first off, he, he's he's filthy rich. He, he, his parents were both murdered and all this stuff. So there's a lot of backstory about him that I know. And and well, you, I feel well, like you said it right Alfred there. You a, said he's filthy rich. Yeah, so he doesn't even have to fight Spider Man. He just has to hire somebody no. to kill him. Right. He can always hire somebody from like the Corleone family or something like yeah. that. Somebody. Yeah. 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 Spider Man just kind of flies around and you know does his thing. All you need to kill Spider Man is just build a really huge bathtub, and he's just stuck, <laughs> and that's where he'll die. So anyway. Yep. All right. Last one. All right. And we need a drum roll for this one. Ready? Yep. What would you do if you found a penguin in the freezer? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ay, ay, ay. Well, you know what? That's a two part answer. It depends. First off, if he's alive, I'm I'm taking him to the zoo with that fucking elephant. So because I don't, you know, but I mean, if he's dead, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna cook him with with some of those little tiny duck-sized horses with some rosemary potatoes and <laughs> nice Chianti, you know. And, That's uh, nice. It's exactly and call it good. It yeah, there you go. Yeah, I like that. If I actually got asked that in an interview, I would say I would thaw him and free and cook him. Yeah, yeah. I I've concur. never had a penguin before, but. I haven't I'm either. Sure that, you know, it probably tastes like chicken. I, you know, I'm sure it does. I, I was, uh, I was, well, I was working for the airlines. I'll never forget this as long as I live. I was with my friend Darla, and her parents were there, um, and they were, you know, flying out to wherever they were going, 
And they said, oh, we, we, we were, you know, up in northern, northern Alaska, almost up to the North Pole. And, uh, and I, I wanted to ask, did you pet any penguins? And I don't know what got into me, but I said, did you pet any Eskimos? <laughs> they just looked at me like, what? Like, what? And I'm like, yeah, did you pet any Eskimos? And then I looked at Darla, and she's just looking at me and shaking her head. I'm like, let me re-ask that. Let's just back up 10 seconds. How about penguins? <laughs> they just look like, and yeah, they burst out laughing. But yeah, did you pet any Eskimos? Oh my God. And I was sober at the time, so I can't even blame it on that. Jeez. That's so racist. Know. God, Vasily. I, you know, it really is. And, and I, you know, and so since we're talking about, you know, rosemary potatoes, I'm going to say a few Hail Marys and, and <laughs> pray to Mother Mary, and then I'm going to have a Bloody Mary, and then, uh, <laughs> try to hook up with my next door neighbor whose name is Mary. So. Go for it. Yeah. It was so crazy. I was talking with a buddy of mine and I said, uh, I said, yeah, we were just chatting about girls and things. And I said, yeah, I I just remember really wanting to hook up with this girl, but you know, she was too young for me. She was, she was 14 and he's like, Oh my God, what is wrong with you? I'm like, (laughs) what? And he's like, dude, she's 14. I'm like, well, I mean, I was 15 at the time. It's not that bad. Come on. You know? <laughs> He's thinking you're talking about now. Like, exactly. That I was last week or something. Like, yeah, no, no. Who am I hanging out back. with? Holy shit. Exactly. We were in high school. It's okay. So, Actually, to be honest, I was close to 16, so it was borderline. Yeah, okay. Well, I was going to say, but, 15 and 14 are not too old, but 16 no. and 14, there's a, there's a big difference between those two. Yeah, they're, you know, crazy enough, yeah, it is. Yeah, I remember when I was in sixth grade, there was this girl who really liked me, and she was in fourth grade, and she was really pretty. I'm going to tell you, she was well-developed for being in fourth grade, but I, I just I remember thinking, you know, as much as I like her and as pretty as she is, there's just something in here, invariably it just feels weird. Which now, if you meet a girl that's two years younger than you, you're not even thinking twice about it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but yeah. back then it was a different time. So yeah. So yep. yep. Well, I think that's it for the questions. I thought they were uh, silly and funny and weird and definitely yeah. Yeah. Ask any of those in an interview, I would probably just leave. I would just say, uh, this this is probably isn't the job for me. Let Um, let me let me show you where I want to stick that garden gnome, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a good thing your manhole is round, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. There you go. How's that? You like that a little that's called a callback. That's what that's called. So yeah. A little bit Thank you. you Thank you. Hey, better late than November. That's all right. That's right. That's right. Yep. Well, all right, brother. We're going to wrap it up. And uh, All right, JT. Oh, always a pleasure, always a treasure. And yeah. uh, <laughs> my love for you has no measure. And, uh, <laughs> I just made that up. I have no idea what I'm talking about. That's Obviously, really I haven't good. had, you know, well, I've had one <laughs> glass of wine, so I'm, I'm feeling it. So. <laughs> what a ride on Late City Nights.